Hello, this is Zach Cherian. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast today. We are really excited to bring you this teaching. Please open your heart, and if you can, your Bibles, and receive this word from the Lord, recorded live at Brazen Grace Fellowship. Awesome. Praise God. You ready, guys? Let's turn to Romans chapter number 10, verse 17 in the New Living Translation. You can open it in whatever translation you have. We're talking about faith. This is part three of Foundations of Faith. Say, faith comes by hearing. Come on, say it again. Faith comes by hearing. It's really important for us to understand this concept that faith comes by hearing. Amen? I'm going to start off with faith comes by hearing, and I'm going to end with faith comes by hearing too, because it's really important that we understand this concept of faith. I want to, I want to break it down, because what I'm doing in these first three sessions is teach on what's called the foundations of faith. Amen? Because if we don't know the foundations, sometimes you catch preachers and people teaching other things that are a little bit more deeper than usual, and you're like, man, I have no idea what the guy's talking about, right? And so it's good to just kind of go back to the basics and get what faith is really all about. And so one of the first things we got to do when we teach on faith is explain that faith is not something you have to come up with. Expectation is not faith, but faith has expectation. Amen? Amen? Hope in and of itself does not necessarily mean you have faith, but when you have faith, there's always hope. Amen. So we can't always take hope and expectation as being faith. Amen. Just because we have positive thoughts doesn't mean we have faith. You hear me? I talked about happy thoughts last week and I got some comments on that. I'm going to send some happy thoughts towards you. Don't. I'll take some prayers. I don't know about, I don't know what happy thoughts are, man. I don't know what your happy is. Um, But um, really to, to, to understand that this is something that I want you to understand that just because you have hope and expectation doesn't mean you have faith. But whenever you have faith, you have hope and expectation. Why? Because this faith that I speak of is not a faith that you come up with by holding it together and believing with all your God and, and afraid, you know. When you have the faith of God, it doesn't matter what else is around you, you're going to just believe. It's as simple as that. When you have the faith of God, it is the most natural thing to believe. Amen. This faith that I'm speaking of is not something that you have to come up with. It's something that you receive from God and therefore it is the faith of God. Are you with me? This faith that you come up with is not you, you know, like I said earlier, looking constipated. I believe, I believe, I believe. It's not going to work. That's not what this is about. This is about you receiving something from God and therefore operating in that which God has given you. Amen? Romans chapter 10 verse 17 in the NLV. Let's read it. Ready? Read. So faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. I want to lay this foundation as we are going to bring the foundation aspect of this faith teaching to a close this evening. I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to bring the foundational aspect to a close. Go through four scriptures that are fundamental to the life of any Christian believer. Four scriptures that are basic and fundamental that you need to have memorized. If you didn't get, me- if you didn't memorize it, you're crazy, because you'll need it. Some of us were whooped as kids and forced to memorize scripture. Anybody else in the, in the same camp? Mommy and daddy made you learn scripture. It's why I stand here and scriptures just flow out. Because 20 years ago, I got whooped for it. But I want to talk about four basic scriptures about faith. I want you to memorize them like this one. You don't have to do it in the NLT, but that just gives us the understanding of what exactly it is talking about. 
Faith comes by hearing, hearing the good news of Christ. Meaning what? Just like faith comes by hearing the good news about Christ, unbelief can also come by hearing. Just like faith comes by hearing, unbelief comes by hearing. Unbelief, according to James chapter 1, is the thing that chokes the faith of God that is in you. Unbelief, according to James chapter 1, is the, is the thing that chokes the faith of God in you. So we have to, and even if you have unbelief, I said this already last week, God is not going to reject you. God's not going to turn you away from you. If you say, Lord, I'm struggling. I really help my unbelief. Jesus answers that prayer. Aren't you grateful? He answers that prayer and he actually helps you with your unbelief. That is why it is important to stay in the hearing of God's word. When you hear the word or the good news of Christ, Faith comes. Faith does not come from the ministry of condemnation. Faith does not come from hearing the law. Did you hear me? Faith does not come from hearing the law. The law beats you up and tells you what to do. And the law tells you to do something in your own strength. Faith declares to you that you don't have to do it in your own strength. You can do it through the faith of Christ. That's really important. Amen. Isn't it sad that for so many years we would try to faith it and end up in works. In trying to faith it, we would end up in the area of works. And then we start beating ourselves. I don't have faith. I guess I don't have faith. We already know from Romans chapter 12 verse 3 that each one of us at salvation is given the, the measure of faith. I don't have more than you. That big preacher on TV that you see doing signs, wonders and miracles does not have more faith than you. God is no respecter of persons. He gave you the same amount of faith. He gave every and any single believer. Amen. Say, I got the faith of God. I don't have any man's faith. I have the very faith of God. That's why when we preach the good news of Christ, when we preach about how good God is, the goodness of God brings repentance, and in that repentance, your mind is being renewed. Say, repentance is not me saying sorry. It's my mind getting renewed. Amen. The word repentance is the word metanoia, which means to change the way you are thinking. At salvation, what happens? Metanoia. You change the way you are thinking and therefore you get saved. Faith comes by hearing. Metanoia happens and now the faith of Christ comes to live in you. Are you listening to me? Say it. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the good news about Christ. So how do I grow in faith? How do I explore the faith that I already have from God? By hearing the good news. This is why when you mix the messages you are hearing, you are going between faith and unbelief, faith and unbelief, faith and unbelief. Because if it's not good news, it's not producing faith in you. That's why this message of God is good, is the message that produces the faith of God in me. Are you listening to me? If you want to walk in the power of God that heals the sick, delivers the oppressed, opens blind eyes, the only way that will happen is if you operate in the faith of God, not in you holding it, not in you operating in the soulish realm or with some demonic power. If you want to operate in God's power, you receive it. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing. Second one I want to talk about is Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. I want to talk about these four fundamental faith Scriptures. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says this, Without faith it is impossible to please God, 
For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What we have done in the church world is take this scripture and throw it into the middle of our life. This scripture is not talking about the life of a new covenant believer. It is talking about your salvation experience. Faith comes by hearing. Ooh, wait a second. Faith comes by hearing. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Because if you don't come into faith with Jesus Christ, you're not living in the pleasure of God. You're, a, you're an unbeliever. Amen. It's talking about salvation. It is impossible to please God without faith. What faith? The faith that God has given you to receive Him. Please hear me carefully. Your ability to walk in God's faith is your choice. The grace of God has appeared to all men. The grace of God has appeared to all men. You choose to say whether I receive this faith or I reject this faith. Are you listening to me? Amen. That's why when you receive this faith, you now are walking in the pleasure of God. When you come to faith, you are entering into the pleasure of God. When? At salvation. You remember this word? You would read that, man, I don't feel like I have faith. I think God's displeased with me. Huh? I don't feel like I'm walking in faith. I think God's mad at me. Can I say something to you? Once you're a new covenant born again believer, God is eternally pleased with you. Did you hear me? Once you are in Christ, you are now in faith. You cannot go out of faith. Once you are in Christ, you are now in faith and therefore God is constantly pleased with you. You're not in faith and out of faith and in faith and out of faith. If you heard the gospel, faith came by hearing, hearing the good news, the good news, I received it, and now I have entered into the pleasure of God at salvation. For he who believes or he who comes to God, comes to God when? Comes to God at salvation. <laughs> he who comes to God must believe that he is. How are you going to get saved if you don't believe in the one you believe? You're getting saved into. He who comes to God must believe that he is. You have to believe in Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever in him, amen, must believe that he is. Secondly, that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Now let me explain this to you. Number one, God is eternally pleased with you. Say, God is eternally pleased with me. In Christ, in Christ, I am living in the pleasure of God. Why does God, now here's something I want you to understand. God has decided to see you in Christ as Christ. I'll say it again. God has decided to see you forever in Christ as Christ. He cannot see you apart from Christ, which means what? When God sees you, he sees you with the faith of Christ. He doesn't see small measure, little measure, big measure, that measure. That's not taught in the Bible, guys. He sees you as Christ, and because he sees you as Christ, he sees you with the faith of Christ. If God sees you with the faith of God, when will you? The person that hasn't entered into the pleasure of the rest of God is the one who does not receive his son, Jesus Christ. That faith, 
that we enter into through Jesus Christ is required for us to live in the blessing of the Lord. For he who comes to God when at salvation must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. So let me ask you this question. When you come to him, you have to believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. So now the question comes, what is the reward? Jesus. Hello? When you come to God, you must believe that what you are about to receive from God is a reward. Not because you earned it, but because you came by faith, you receive it. You come to him in faith and he gives you himself. What is the reward you receive when you come to Christ at salvation? Christ. Genesis 15 verse 1. God says to Abraham, Abraham, I am your shield and your great, exceeding great reward. Come on now. Jesus himself is my reward at salvation. What did I do? Nothing. I just received him. Jesus did all the work. Jesus got the rewards. But when I receive him, I receive all the rewards that Jesus has received. You're praying for financial prosperity? In Jesus is your financial prosperity. You're trying to get healed? In Jesus is your healing. You're trying to walk the favor of God? In Christ is the favor of God. You can't earn this. When you receive Christ, you receive all the rewards that come with it. Come on now. If he is my exceeding great reward, that means I don't have to ever go around doubting my salvation. One of the biggest faith killers is believers, they think they lost it because they messed up. Oh preacher, you don't know what I did. I must be out of the fold now. We've been having this discussion for a while now. People get mad at me about saying these things. You don't go get out of the fold, y'all. He has sealed you with his blood For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes him shall not perish but have what? Everlasting life. Which part of that don't you understand? You want to be stupid? You can be as stupid as you want to. And you will never live in the benefits of the life that God has given to you because of sin. But that sin does not take you out of Christ. I said this to someone the other day. You can't unborn again a born again spirit. If you can be delivered from the fact that am I in, am I out? You are in. When you know you are in, you live a certain way. You act a certain way. You walk a certain way. When you know who you belong to, you walk like the one you belong to. You look look like the one you you belong to. You you feel like the one you belong to because you belong to him. You are a son of God. Amen. Amen. You don't have to walk around doubting, am I in him, am I not in him? The Bible says that if you diligently seek him, meaning when you came to him at salvation, if your seeking of Christ was sincere, then he is given to you. No doubts, no more questions. He is in you forever. He is in you forever. Please hear me. He is not, no gives these backsies. You've been a bad boy? Give that back to me. It's not how it works, folks. If you can know that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Faith worketh by love. When you are grounded in love and you know that nothing can separate you from the love of God. No height, no depth, no anything present, past, future. Nothing can separate you from Christ's love. Imagine the amount of faith you will walk in knowing man. Nothing can turn me away. I know I am rooted. I am deeply rooted in Christ. Nothing can take me out of him. You cannot. Jesus said it this way in John chapter 10. I know my sheep there in my hand and no one can pluck them out of my hands. Are you listening to me? He does not... Take away the reward, the gift, because of your behavior. You can miss out on the benefits of the gift because of your bad choices. 
But it's a gift that cannot, cannot be returned. Cannot be returned. Now let's read it in its right context. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Ready? Read. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When you get Jesus, you get everything that comes with Jesus. You even get the faith of Jesus. You even get, even get the health of Jesus. You even get the prosperity of Jesus. When Jesus comes, he comes with the whole package. You now have God himself living on the inside of you. How much better can it get, beloved? How much better can it get? Why would you walk around, well, preacher, you don't know what I did. It don't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what you did. The quicker you renew your mind, the sooner you stop living in habits that are not like you. The sooner you renew your mind, the sooner you realize, I'm sorry, honey, I can't do that because I'm born again now. The old man is put to death. I'm a new creation in Christ. Come on now, are you with me? You have the faith of God. Now let's look at another verse, Galatians 2.20 that we did last week. Ready? Read. I am crucified with Christ. When? When? At salvation. So it's really important that you understand this. When are you crucified with Christ? At salvation. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but what? Christ liveth in me, and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Come on now. So here's how it goes. Faith comes by hearing the good news. Amen. Say, faith comes by hearing. It comes by hearing the gospel of Christ. You've got to write this down if you're taking notes because you have to understand faith in its context or you will put Hebrews 11 in your future and say, I guess God's not pleased with me because I'm just having a bad day and I can't believe today. And therefore God's not pleased with me. God cannot be displeased with you. He has chosen through Jesus Christ that you live in his eternal pleasure. That's why the word says enter into his rest. We have entered into his rest. You can't unenter his rest. You can be as stupid as you want in the rest and miss out on the benefits of that rest. But you can never unrest God's rest. You've entered in. So here it goes. Ready? Faith comes by hearing. If you're taking notes, write it down. Number one, faith comes by hearing the good news of the gospel about Jesus Christ. Number two, that faith that we respond with pleases God. When? At salvation. At salvation, God is now pleased with you and God is now forever pleased with you. Why? Because you accepted His Son. Once you accept His Son, now you are living in the pleasure of God forever. You can never walk out of it. Come on, that's good news. That other old stuff wasn't good news, man. You're saved until you mess up and then you're unsaved and you gotta rededicate your life every Sunday at the altar. Man, how many of y'all did them rededications? You felt unsaved every other week. Oh, I lost it. I lost it. No, I understand if someone's gone away and sin or rejected their faith and all that. I mean, they want to come back. Yeah, come back, man. Rededicate your life. But just because you messed up during the week don't mean you lost your salvation, dude. I don't feel saved anymore. Who cares what you feel? I walk by faith and not by sight. I don't go by my feelings. It don't matter what you feel. You can never feel saved. Some of us are waiting for that experience. I'm telling you, when I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, I felt nothing. Some of you are waiting for the Ruda da 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 Shanda Mahanda. You know, not. Nothing. I mean, I love experiences. Don't get me wrong. I love me some experiences. But I don't go by experiences. They only affirm what I already know. They don't confirm nothing to me. 
I don't go by what I feel. I go by what I know. I'm not going to wake up in the morning, oh, do I feel saved today? I've said this a hundred times. My wife's a little haughty, but some mornings I wake up don't feeling saved. It doesn't change a thing. I mean, I, don't, I wake up not feeling married, but it don't change a thing. You are taking the garbage out, honey. You don't have to feel it. Huh? It don't matter what you feel. It's a fact. Facts don't change by your feelings. It don't matter what you feel. The fact is I am saved. You are a child of God. How can you unchild somebody who belongs to? You can disassociate yourself from your parents. You can cut off from your parents. You can stop talking to them. But it doesn't change the fact that you're still their child. Let that set you free, you guilt-driven ones. Let that deliver you. Set you free. Oh, I am saved forever. Because it's no longer your works that keeps you. Now unto that keeps you from and him who presents you. It's all him. It's all him. Stop trying to walk the Christian life. I've said this many times. Some well, the Christian life is really hard. No, dude, the Christian life is impossible. You can't do it. That's why I don't live it anymore. He lives it in me. How easy is that? He lives it through me. Come on now. Let Christ live in you. Let Christ live through you. This faith is about getting out of the way and letting God live through you. If you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can repeat this simple prayer with me right now, wherever you are. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am and receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is my Lord. I am yours forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today for this teaching. We would love to hear from you. You can write us at ZCIM PO Box 592675, San Antonio, Texas 78259. For more information on ZCIM, please visit us at zcim.org or on Facebook and Twitter at ZCIM Official. God bless you.